Today, this is uh, Jay Carter, and I have another guest with me today. Hey guys, I'm Greg Halmer. Um, hey. This is a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, you were asking about storage when we were off there, and right. um, Sauvignon Blanc actually can last longer. Tell me about it. That's interesting. So, <clears throat> yeah, on the nose, you're going to get a lot of grapefruit. You're going to get a lot of... So, it's a lot of grapefruit and... Um, oh, it's starfruit. Starfruit is what I can really get on the nose. Yeah, it's nice that you brought up the starfruit uh, tone. I wouldn't pick that up, but after you mentioned it, um, being from Hawaii, I completely can get that. So what's going on with your your real estate thing? I, I've seen a couple times when you do the YouTube uh, video with your group. Yeah. Um, well, we have a thing on Facebook, uh, the Cal Group on Facebook, and basically we have short interviews with industry people uh, just so that the public can uh, get the information they want. So a two-minute interview with a lender, two-minute interview with a title rep. Yeah, just different things. Uh, a lot of people have been just asking, uh, is it a good time to buy now? Is it a good time to buy now? Uh, it depends. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> so, you, are, you already know how I feel about buying. Yes. Uh, it just depends. Uh, we've been at a pretty good, I think we recovered in about 2008. We have about eight to ten years of pretty good, strong going up. And uh, what goes up generally will go down. But uh, we're not expecting to go down like the last time. Uh, so, you think there's a crash coming? Well, I don't know if there's going to be a crash, but uh, maybe a correction, a slight correction. Well, uh, we work, we work at Keller Williams, and Keller's been kind of looking at this thing for the last few years. We've all been getting ready, but when it happens, it just happens. But we know the guy to get the wine from, good or bad, people drink. Good. Get out of here. No yeah, that's drinks. what I was told. Yeah, that's a, that's a good part about uh, life. You always, <laughs> everyone's always drinking. Myself, personally, I don't think I'll ever, ever buy again. Mm-hmm. Um even if I had two gajillion dollars, I probably wouldn't buy just because, uh, you know, I had a, a good friend of mine, Rob, uh, I won't say his last name, Rob R., he knows who he is. And uh, he he was living in Hermosa Beach, at a, you know, nice place and beautiful, you know, place right by the water. And uh, then we were talking and I found out he leased. I was like, you don't own this house? And he's like, nah, dude, I don't own no damn house. F that. And he was used to that loud craziness of Hermosa Beach. <laughs> and he was a little bored. So he went down a little good in the gal. And then uh, now he lives over in the uh, Las Vegas area. And he's just constantly able to live the mountains, live in the desert, live by the ocean. Yeah, just something to be said about having freedom. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, uh, what, the four-hour work week. Okay, so basically there's uh, four um, cycles in a real estate cycle. There's recovery, expansion, and there's hypersupply, and then there's a the recession. So around 2008, we started filling the re- recovery and uh, it took about till 2010. Then you felt the really fast expansion. Everybody was starting to get super excited about buying and flipping and this and that. And as people, all more people jump in, then people start building and uh, then you start getting that supply. So I believe that for all these time, then people are building for the last four or five years is starting to fill up and the interest rates are riding, ri- rising. And so right. we're expecting things to Correct. slow down. It feels like the last time it changed. You Usually, uh, people will buy everything when it's in um, expansion, and then when it gets to the top, only the very best things sell, and then add down. So, we're, we feel like the last time, I don't believe we'll have the crash. Just right. my personal belief. Well, a little bit of stronger economy. Everyone's a little more confident, although they hate this guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can't. I know you're not allowed to for business purposes, but <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, it's weird. It's just weird how it works. The economy pops during certain presidencies. I think you're going to be okay for the next six years. Uh, yeah, it's better just to <laughs> just own it. That's just my personal, what, what I see happening. And it's only, and the only reason everyone would go for Trump again, because nobody wants to say they, they like him. It's kind of like jerking off. Nobody wants to talk about doing it. You know, it's between them and the bathroom, I guess. 
Nobody wants to say that they do it, but they do. And so nobody likes the guy, but apparently he got voted in somehow. Yeah. When the economy is good and we see that there's promise and we see the things that he's getting done and the stuff he's doing with Korea, I mean, I'm not going to say Republican or Democrat. No one was able to do that since the 1960s. I'm starting to be taken apart and, you know, that's that's pretty cool. And uh, that's, I, I've always wanted, I, I really don't care if someone's a Republican or Democrat, but I do care if they just do what they say they're going to do. True. And peace is just useful regardless of who you are. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, right, cheers. cheers to that. I got to hurry up and get, I'm going to try to open the Tuscan wine here while we're on. Mm-hmm. Trying to go fast. Go fast. And then after this, we're going to have to go to Yakitori. I believe I need to start somewhere. It depends on, like you said, on your lifestyle. Uh, I don't believe there's any correct way for all people, right? So, mm-hmm. and also I believe that, uh, Setting down roots are kind of nice if you're depending on where you are. And also the great thing only about purchasing is that the payment stays the same for you can get a fixed rate. And for 30 years, your payment will be the same opposed to rent usually generally only goes in one direction. So sure. That's nice. Um, even though the tax laws have changed a little bit, there's still ways that you can maximize. Are the tax income credits worth it anymore to own a house? Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that. Isn't it like only $1,500 a year now? Uh, I, what it is, is if you, I just want to tell you guys that there's always a way around the, the problem. So uh, depending on where you are, who you talk to, there's different levels of tax professionals that can help you maximize what you would like to do. The only great thing about real estate, I believe, is that you have leverage. So you're using your a little bit of your money and borrowing the bank's money to try to make some money. This is uh, what I'm doing for the video part of this portion. It's uh-huh. my hand jerking in up and down <laughs> Just motion. leverage. Yeah. Leverage is good if you can use it yeah, properly. Properly, yeah. And you're talking about you know second mortgages and stuff and then reinvesting in yourself or something, your business. Yeah, you can actually um, Get see, a second. see your tax professional, but uh, <laughs> your your mortgages are only really supposed to be used for investment purposes. You're not supposed to use those for... Las Vegas. Las Vegas or school or anything else. They can actually call that loan. From what I understand, please see your tax professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always in classes, and they, they, the tax professional always says we're tax professionals. So uh, I am not. Uh, I can help you try to figure it out or get you in touch with the right tax professional. But um, if not, you can just have a great glass of wine. <laughs> Gosh, what is going on with you today? This microphone's here, and all of a sudden you're stiffened up. No. I got to get the real you out there. I'm here. You need a drink more. No. No me, no me. No me, no me. No me, no me. <laughs> That's a Japanese term for uh, drink up, kill it. Kill it. Or the Hawaiians, right? Okole Maluna means Okole is your butt and Maluna is up. I, was, up. I knew where you I was about to say. Or, you know, to see. Yeah, there you go. Okole Maluna, brah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got to stop making that noise. I always make that noise when I'm trying to get second. You're a wine professional. I'm a wine guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we know that you're aerating everything so you can I'm, taste all the yep. notes. Did I tell you about the retronasal? smells as well? No, I don't know oh, that one. I well get into that. I think I've done that before already on here. Tell me about that. With that nose, you could keep that one in there, Mr. Sound Editing Guy. But um, basically, I want to take in a little bit of air, and then I'm going to hold it in my mouth, and I'm going to blow out of my nose. Believe it or not, and you'll actually smell possibly some other smells. I've never heard about it anywhere else, and t- that's when we're learning about um, uh, wine analysis and stuff like that. And that's where we learned the retronasal smelling. <laughs> that's pretty funny, because uh, we drink cheap booze. You just try to hold your nose. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You're just trying to you know get it down. Yeah. You haven't been, I wasn't sure I texted you, you know, red or white wine, because I, I was assuming that you were going to say, neither, I'm still not drinking, bro. No, I just said yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't wait. It's, it, red or white, yes. Taking you out today was amazing. It was surprising, because first time you said yes in a long time. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, so, don't go so, there. So his wife was pregnant. So since she couldn't have any drinks, he wasn't drinking either. No, she just was good, too busy to. Yeah. No, I mean, take care was, of the baby. I know, but she was pregnant too. So I mean, that made sense. So, but we were we would go out to dinner. I would be the only one drinking by myself, and then I guess you'd realize. Or I think he told me once. You never realize how silly people are until you're the only sober one in the room. <laughs> right. I still remember that. Yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> and I was getting wasted by myself, but I, you know, I was with company. I like your uh, three monkeys, or they call it Mizaru Kikaru Ozaru. It's actually part of fifty monkeys. Do you know about that story there, Mister Sound Guy, Mister Nice? Uh, the Sound Guy saying, "I do not." So there's actually fifty monkeys in Japan, and they're all doing teaching different things. And like one monkey is is opening a banana and trying to show children to share. And then they show a monkey's napping, and they show these different stories. And the three these are the three funny ones that seem to go to China and everywhere else in the world. But is the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. But it's fifty monkeys. I didn't know that, but I did hear something about Monkey Island in Japan or something when a bunch of monkeys actually started to do stuff together. It simultaneously transferred to some other island where the other monkeys had no idea that the first group were doing it. So there seems to be some sort of mass, yeah, transportation of ideas. If you can get enough people doing something, it will transfer across areas. Well, I yeah, that's a whole metaphysical other. I don't know, talk but I just heard into. about these Japanese monkeys that did some stuff, and some other Japanese monkeys did it too. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that. I know they're all over the earth. Everyone drank. Well, but that was intelligence. They, <laughs> they, they're like, let's get something and smash it up and turn it into something. That makes us happy. So tell me more about real estate. Tell you more about real estate. Uh, I see all those notes over there. No, there's just so many things that I was going to say. Um, What's the notes for? Well, the notes were just some things about what people have been asking me, basically. Yeah, what is... Uh, I thought you are being sued. No, we're not being sued. We're going to sue somebody. <laughs> oh, oh, good. <laughs> hey, if you get in a, in a fight, no one ever wins. It's just better to work things out. So, uh, so we're in California. That's what people do. Yeah. Then you have to drink more. Well, it's good for you guys. Everything yeah, will, all, all roads lead back to... Hey, then you got to go drink some more. That's right. I mean, you know, it secures my income somehow. Yeah. Uh, so I, we have an interesting thing. Uh, I'm the leader of the Cow Group. The Cow Group is basically <laughs> merging uh, the Hawaiian heritage that I have, the Aloha spirit, fourth generation Japanese guy. So the Kaizen of uh, technical perfectness. So we realized like whenever we do business with somebody, uh, the Aloha way is awesome. They treat you with like family and friendship. It's a little bit sloppy. It might not get done. When I got married, I called the guy and he's like, brah, I'm going to take care of it. And I'm like, then he disappeared. (laughs) Then I had to find uh, somebody to go to the bar to find him. All this noise I'm making. Sorry, people. I'm, I'm a, I had to reach over to get another bottle. Yep. And then the, the Japanese way is super perfect and technical. And uh, I noticed when I do business with guys from Japan, it's awesome, but it's a little bit stiff. So yeah, it's uh, cutthroat quick. Yeah. So the Cow Group was formed based on the idea of Aloha and, uh, and Kaizen, which is uh, easy, comfortable care. So you should have it technically perfect as well as... But not in Hawaiian time, hopefully. Yeah, no, that's it, right? So I, I noticed that you, one side is both missing the other. So that's we would love to bring that yeah. to uh, the business world. Okay, what do you got there? That looks very delicious. This is a Tuscan wine. Mm-hmm. It's 2014. Mm-hmm. Actually, they shouldn't even be telling you that shit. That's bullshit. Okay, then. And I mean, the reason why is is that's my problem, actually. I'm going to get back into wine again. This is supposed to be about wine, spare cigars, and everything else, right? So you're... Well, I want to get back into your Hawaiian thingy, too, because... So Oops. Hawaiians like to be together, and uh, at the end of the day, right, they say Palhana, finish work, and the traditional thing is to everyone bring some sort of alcohol and uh, snacks and hang out and catch up. You guys can't see it. I'm trying to show him. I'm, I'm, my ADD is going. I'm listening to everything he's saying about the, the yep. 
Hale spirit, I mean the Hawaiian spirit, and uh, there should not be any long mess of things messed up, long strings or strands happening in your cork. Oh, nice and interesting. And really, it should not go, you guys can really can't see at home, but it shouldn't go past, what would you call it, quarter of an inch? For, for many reasons, for many reasons, actually. <laughs> okay. I see people do it. I see uh, I see some psalms do it. I'm not going to tell a psalm how to do his job. You don't want to smell cork, so why would you put cork next to your nose? Even though you're going to smell the wine to see if it's bad, you should actually... What do you think about guys that uh, they they do the whole spiel, they swirl it, they sniff it? Uh, do you think anyone really knows what they're doing? Really? Like, I, I think, I mean, I swirl and sniff. I think you know what you're doing. I, I think most of the people just want to. Scratch and sniffer, man. That's what I do. Do, do the do thing. Chicks love it. I'm just kidding. Uh, so I'm going to swirl right now. Yep. And so usually I typically swirl. So do you know why we swirl? I believe that's to aerate the the alcohol yeah. and uh, Not the, the wine. Yeah, the wine, yeah. The wine, yes. And uh, that should. And you, you're, the reason for swirling is is getting oxygenated. You're actually getting it throughout the whole wine. But I can already tell by this bottle, it's an alcohol, 13.9% alcohol. Wow. But it, it already looks aged right. a little bit. Yep. It's not super, red. super bright cherry red. Yep. So th- this is what happens with, I know you asked me a question. Hopefully I'm answering it. Yeah. Do I think most people know what to do? Sure. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to ask you about that. Um, oh, well, well, go ahead. Okay, one, uh, what do they call that? The the, the, the legs. The legs. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then you're looking at that. And then also, um, so, uh, also I, I noticed like if I've had some brand name, older, fancy wines, they, they've aged, they turn in color like this. Uh, to me, they seem like they age to the point where they lose some of their character. Yeah. What Can you fill you're, me in on that? You're absolutely correct. So I don't do that because yeah. I'm not a professional. I just drink them. Well, it depends. Usually I'm a spitter today. I'm a swallower. So it just depends if I can do it. Gosh. What? That's supposed to mean. What's in, I'm talking, we're talking about wine here, for God's sake. Where, where's the mine go? Right. Okay. Yeah, so it's different. It's a little bit of age. It's a little age, not a lot. So where was I? You're asking about the, the legs. So the legs the used le- to tell people that it was a good wine. So I think I told you there's probably 13.5 in here. Yes. Looking at these legs, maybe 13.9. Can you tell by looking so at the legs? That's what I'm saying. So you're going to look at it without me looking at it. Go ahead and read the back of it and... At least you'll never know. Oh, he has to put his reading glasses yeah, on. Yeah, getting old. I got old friends. Let's see here. 13.5. 5. Bam. Dang. So you can tell. That's what it's really good for nowadays. If I see those legs, it tells me if this is a high alcohol content. I, I'm usually within 5% there. 1%. One per, one if I'm happy if, I'm, if that was a, you know. You mean a half a percent. 12.5. Yeah. No. Yeah, half a percent. Sorry, my bad. Right. Anyway, no, no, but you're correct. And and so what, what I'm looking for is if I see those legs, so the thicker the legs, the more alcohol. They usually, I know people pay a lot to learn that stupid shit. That's a hundred ninety nine bucks. That's not, I should you not do for. Hmm. So what do you think about? Um, so my father worked for a wine uh, distributor, a distributor, or, and uh, they said drink what you like. Yeah, and you, absolutely, that's what I was going to get to too. But okay, so absolutely drink what you like, and that's why I brought in some. I don't think they're expensive, but I shouldn't say they're cheap either because they're. I think there's like a drinkable wine, right? Is yeah. there anything like twenty bucks or under? And yep. you're not going to try to spend something. Yeah. Crazy. Or. And, and when I started this podcast, that's what this was all about, was drinking for the average Joe, because you got to be able to find wines that you can drink virtually every day. Um, and that's what I think uh, people are missing, is drinking just decent wines. I I had a guy last, I don't know if you listened to the podcast from last week, but he was like, oh, we're going to have a Le Gavlin. He's probably listening right now, going to be all pissed off, this dick. I left it alone. Okay, note to self, don't show up. <laughs> you might embarrass you when you're not there to cover yourself. <laughs> You better be listening the next few weeks. CYA. I'll be talking shit later. No. I'm like that. I'm a, yeah, That's why I say talk to your professional. You're the professional oh. drinking. So uh, it, he was drinking a 1699 uh, scotch, technically, from Trader Joe's. 
Okay. Highland. And believe it or not, you can get really good scotches. And uh, anyway. Okay. Hey, so I got a couple. No, I got a couple questions about (laughs) other stuff. Now you're talking about different alcohols. So uh, we're talking about Hawaii. I know Hawaii has wine. Uh, I think they're. I, the ones I've tried were like gasoline, but maybe there's some great ones. I don't know. That'd be interesting in the future. Uh, I know that uh, Kauai was a sugarcane island, and after they got rid of all the sugarcane, uh, which I just learned after my whole life that CNH sugar stands for California and Hawaii. I was like mind blown, right? Mind blown. But they started using the sugarcane, whatever the sugarcane they had left over to make rum, which cool. uh, tastes like gasoline. But uh, there must be some interesting things to drink from other places in the world, like Japanese whiskeys. Yeah. Japanese are doing great. I think They're, Chinese are doing some stuff for something. I don't know. Japan is Tell be, me. Japan is being the shit out of the Scots right now. And I drink Scotch from Highland and Islay and Lowland and, you know, Speyside. And I, I like I like my Scotch. But at the same time, yeah, they've been beating the shit out of them. I really like the Japanese uh, scotches. Oh man! Well, it's, you can't call it scotch. It's called yeah. whiskey. And you can't Whis- have the, whiskey. Whiskey, and it can't have the e in it yeah, either. Yeah, right. I so, heard about that. Well, that would be an interesting. But you know what? Topic about uh, yeah. something later. I've, someone told me about that. So Japanese whiskey, though, for the last five years has beat Scotland. My former employer selling Yamazaki eighteen, which were the only people on the West Coast currently selling it. Hmm. Which we get for about, I'm not even allowed to say. Now that, I don't even work there anymore. F those people. It costs 130 bucks and they sell it for about $800. And like right now, I don't know if you know, they made shochu. I think it's shochu. Or do they make a sake out of wood? What? Mind blown second time today. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, dude, they're making it out of wood. Is science. It's all science. And it's learning how to use sugar ratio with yeast and or koji. And the people who are making things don't want to bring in out. You know, mainlanders, they don't want to bring in people who actually know what they're doing, who can sit here and say, this is how you guys are doing it. I need you guys to do this. You need to wash your hands. No, that's not. (laughs) You know, you need to make a sterile facility. You need to do that. And they have to follow these certain rules to make certain things. And and that's what they're missing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was like, is it the climate? Is it the dirt? Is it the whatever? It's the culture. Think about this. You can make rum. You can make rum in the Caribbean. Have you ever been to the Caribbean? It's a shithole. Half it. But their rum is delicious. So that's right back to where I'm talking about the cow group is like, the Hawaiian way is awesome, but it's missing something. The Japanese way is super awesome, but it's a little too cold. cold. Yeah. You need the technical perfection and a little bit of caring. Well, I guess as Japanese, I mean, uh, Hawaiian all-inclusive Japanese is a very uh, mono-ethnic yeah. place, right? Homogenous. Homogenous. So. Okay. There's two places that are really homogenous in the world. There's probably Israel and Japan. Those are the two that just always stick within their own most of the time. And sometimes there's an okay person. Like, if we go to Siakitori, I'll probably be the only token white guy in the whole. But that's okay. Although it is changing a lot, and I, I, I'm a little upset. I see a lot of white people lately. Okay, man. I don't think you can say that. You could totally say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Jap, I'm the Jap guy, and I'm like, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> Yes, you can. <laughs> I love when it was a Jap spot. I don't like the whole American. I know. Uh, be Hawaiian. Everyone's included. But um, so what was the next question? Did I answer? You said about the old. Yeah. So one. we're just no, just talking oh. about what you like. Uh, yeah, but, things from different places. Oh, you know what you're talking about. You're making yeah. uh, alcohol out of wood. My friend's father told me when he was going to pharmacy school uh, way back in the day at. Uh, a, a university in Southern California uh, that you they say USC. <laughs> they they used to drink the wood alcohol. It was just labeled wood alcohol because they didn't want the kids to drink it. And uh, when they first learned how to make things, because you they used to actually make stuff. Ethanol. They used yeah. to make cocaine way back <laughs> in the day. And I'm like, 
awesome. <laughs> that's super. They don't do that anymore. You only need kerosene and leaves for F's sake. I <laughs> mean, super neat. So the things heard. you could go to call, you can go to college for. I'm like, I didn't go to college and I learned those things. And then you went to college and you learned those same things. I was a private contractor in South America. That's how I learned about it. I saw how they made cocaine in those fields. It was amazing. Right. Things that people are snorting in your guys' nose. I don't snort any of that. I'm just saying. Drink I mean, the liquor as, that you bring. As in people. Liquor, as, in, as in people. People, right. Yeah. I just, I, I've never did drugs uh, like that I, for everyone listening. But then I watched Scarface. Hmm. And he said, don't get high on your own supply. And I was like, mm-hmm. so I stopped smoking weed and I started selling it. But <laughs> okay. that was the beginning of my entrepreneur lifestyle. That's how I started trying to sell all the time. It's funny. Back in the day when That's I was starting to learn how to sell real estate, um, there was guys from the street that actually made money and started buying real estate. And I think they're all retired now. Yeah. They knew so, that that wasn't going to last forever. Smart thing to do. Yeah. You asked me one question I wanted to get to. Yep. And you're asking me that when you have aged wine, sometimes it gets yeah, lost. It, it, uh, and it I want to do that before I, before I get into my haze. Right. But um, once you open in, an old wine, yeah. you should. The only reason for decanting in that, in that reason is not for aeration. You want to actually just get out the sediment from I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. I noticed in older bottles, you see the sediment yeah, or something. It's like chew your wine or something. So you're trying to get rid of that. You let the wine through and then you should pour it and you should drink it because the longer it stays there, the longer it's going to lose its bouquet. So then after I swirl, I'll smell it because I want to try to get the bouquet and smell those those different things that are in that. What was, was this made in? So I could already tell you by smelling that, that this was not an American oak. This is not a French oak. This is made in a barrique. It's but amazing. These, these barriques are these large, large things, sometimes six feet tall. And they're, that's just how they age wine. They put in these large vats, not like we're doing here in America. And so it has this older age smell, which is all, the reason a lot of people don't like it mm. because it's like, well, it has this funny woody smell or this dirty socks. But, and so that's just age and it's just time and, and it's cool. I really like that. I don't know yeah. what it is, but I just like it. Um, I think I just drink stuff because I like it. And, yeah, no, that's and that's how you should right. be doing it. Well, no, it's, it's like uh, I've had some really nice stuff just because I grew up around the industry a little bit, and I'm like I don't understand it. Yeah. And then there's just stuff that you just like. It's like mac and cheese. Yeah, it's cheap, but you love it. You know, I was just reading 4:30 this morning because I couldn't even sleep when you were waking up. I I was still awake. Like, I was still reading. I was reading about Anthony Bourdain. Uh, drive through macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Boston Market. And he said that's one of his guilty pleasures was uh, drive through macaroni and cheese. And I was thinking, who the fuck makes macaroni and cheese? Like he, he was talking about, and he specifically brought up KFC. That was one of the things he did talk about right. when he was in other countries and got tired of eating, you know. But that was actually, that was one of his worst dishes ever was uh, rotted uh, shark mm-hmm. meat in uh, the Netherlands, I believe, somewhere. <sighs> Some people go out and party. I get drunk and I read. <laughs> A boring dude. Wow. Super exciting. I changed yeah. diapers. But he does KFC. What's your favorite go-to at 4 o'clock in the morning with your kid? Uh, I would probably just open a beer because it's easy. I give him a bottle. I can have a bottle. I love okay. some of the best bartenders I've ever met in my life. They enjoy the art of the process, right? Yeah, so, like, people, yeah, the craft. So, people yeah. can talk about, and not from, a, uh, like, a high nose, up nose. Hey, you know, some guys, they all got together. They're all buddies. They love to drink tequila. They all thought about this. They did that. Or yeah. these guys made this wine. And this, the the craft and the history and the camaraderie, I, that's why I think I like about alcohol. Uh, it's the camaraderie of it. You sit down. After you haven't seen someone for a long time, you can just catch up. And it helps you just relax and just... Cody's after me. They know I'm here. <laughs> Shit. Five oh. Anyways. Okay, so let's wrap it up. And that'll be it. Thank you for coming, senor. All right. Thanks we'll a bunch. 
Hey everybody, um, sorry about the heavy editing this time because I'm all about the complete uncut and editing, but it was a long show. It was about 65 minutes, way too long. We had to cut it down to about 25 minutes. So that's a wrap. If there's anything else you want to hear about, please uh, let me know at hashtag Dr. J. Carter on um, Instagram. See you next week.